Panda Strong Podcast. We interview Canada's top female amateur to pro strength athletes. We do this to empower women across the globe and beyond to train and compete for strength sports. I'm Stephanie, aka Fix Stephanie, fantastic, the dancer. I'm a dancer fitness educator from Manitoba, Canada, and um, I do the strongman, and I sometimes throw things in heavy games. Um, and uh, I like to lift heavy things and grunt and uh, <laughs> make a lot of noise. And that's what we do. So today's episode, I have the lovely, the amazing Tonya Stevens. She is incredible. Today, we're going to talk about how to overcome challenges in your life right now and celebrate your body um, and the fantastic human that you are. And uh, she is a, a strong woman. Okay. And she's also, uh, she was Canada's top strong woman and a weight category in 2018. And you can follow her on IG at Tanya Stevens one. <laughs> I had to think for a second. Because <laughs> there's only one Tanya Stevens, yeah. okay? That's better recognize. There's only one, all right? Um, yeah, so stay tuned for the whole show for um, exciting news, tips, and uh, amazing things about her story, how she got started in the sport and became one of the top athletes in Canada. So yeah, thank you for being here today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm oh, excited well, for this. I'm a privileged woman. Okay. I'm <laughs> excited to ask you things. So anyways, um, like I said, peeps, like check out our, our website, pandastrong.ca. Important to note, if you're new to our podcast, we just started our Panda Strong apparel brand, which is for uh, female athletes. We'll be launching other lines, which is really cool very shortly. But um, we've got you hooked up with every kind of gym apparel you could possibly need. Please give us a five-star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow, subscribe, share, and uh, please let us know if there's any other guests that you would like to see on the show. And comment and let Tanya Stevens know how her story inspired you. So, Tanya, strongman. Yeah. Now, you train out of Metal Performance Training Center in Regina, Saskatchewan. And you were sponsored by Cerebra Strength at the Canada. <laughs> so much Canada. Um, and uh, yeah, you competed in powerlifting for eight years. You won national records, including the biggest bench in CPU of 165 kg. And uh, you also have the, uh, you've been doing a for the six years. You won Static Monsters in Regina in 2018 with a 290k kg deadlift. I mean, yeah. I can't even say it because it makes me insecure. Like, I need to go hit the gym. Like, hey. <laughs> she's like, I'm just like lifting cars right here. No big deal. I'm just gonna yeah. walk by this and see that big guy in the corner, the bouncer. I'm just gonna lift him for fun. Yeah. Um, and she also enjoys um, ice fishing. She's actually a Red Seal Chef, which is amazing. I mean, yes. of course, her macros and micros are on point. Okay, because she is chef. Can you come to my house and cook for me? I, I could, yes. Yeah. Okay, that'd be bad. <laughs> and on occasion, she likes to shake that ass at the gym. Um, <laughs> Not very well, but I enjoy positive. it. <laughs> it's the mom twerk, owning the mom twerk every day. So <laughs> I don't even care. People are like, you know, you got a faloop, right? I'm like, mm, bitch, I just had two babies that almost killed me. I'm the old my faloop. Like, you see <laughs> on your skin. I'm like, well, when you're lying in the bed naked and thousands of people see you naked. Well, that sounds harsh. Okay, not that naked. Hospital. <laughs> I don't know. I was all cold, okay? That still sounds awful. Listen, women go through things in the hospital, okay? But anyways, That's after you become a mother, okay, there ain't no shame. All right, there ain't no shame. It's never the same with your husband. I need to write a rap song. It's no shame in the game. <laughs> no one to blame. <laughs> Tanya, you got a heart that's like a flame. Okay, that's it. I'm become a rapper if this podcast fails. All right. So, what got you into the sport of strongman transitioning from powerlifting? Um, well, when I so it kind of ties into how I got started in strength sports to begin with. Um, I grew up on a farm, and I was 15 when we got satellite. And one of the first shows that I watched was the World's Strongest Man competition. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. And they, we didn't have that obviously out on the farm and stuff like that. But like the very next day, my dad was taking the dual tires off of a tractor. So I went out and I flipped a tire that he was taking off with the rim on it and everything. Nice. So it, I was like, this is just so cool, but they didn't have it. Um, yeah. I had some friends that got me going to the gym and I was pretty strong, like fairly strong. 
right out the bat. And so one of them had mentioned about becoming like doing powerlifting meets. So that's how I started. I was just going to a gym and then I moved to Mooshaw for a bit. First gym I joined, they had powerlifting records on the wall. And so I was like, oh, you guys do powerlifting here? And they're like, we don't, but there's a group in the back that do. So that's how I joined Unparalleled. And I competed there oh, for eight years. Okay. And uh, I always, Strongman was always super cool. And then when Steve put on the very first strong woman show, they're like, you need to do this. And so I was all signed up for it, but then I ended up having my ACL reconstructed. So I had to miss that one. But eight months after I had my ACL reconstructed, I did my first strong woman show and I got third in that one. And it, it, it was so much fun. And I just found it so much more challenging for me because it's not just squat, bench or deadlift. There's yeah. all these different events that you have to be good at. So it was oh, yeah. not much more challenging for me. So not much more rewarding for me when I accomplish stuff. Totally. And it's just cool pulling trucks. So <laughs> I know, like whenever I love bragging to all the neighbors' kids, like especially if they're naughty. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you better behave. I can pull a yeah. truck. They're like, no, you can't. You're like a fine mom. Because <laughs> little kids are a hole, man. Straight yeah. up, like sometimes, like the things they say to you when their parents ain't around. Anyways, yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then like, I'm like, you don't believe me? I got videos on my phone. And um, <laughs> so. <laughs> But yes, I mean, who else can trump that? Like, if someone's like talking crap to you in a fight, verbal yeah. argument, confrontation, and they're like, um, yeah, so whatever, lose there. And you're like, well, at least I can pull a truck, okay? Yeah. Like, well, what are you up that with? What are you up that with? There's nothing you can up that with. Well, I got yeah. $40,000 bank. Cool, but you can't pull a truck. <laughs> I can see people by pulling trucks. We're like strong women are like superheroes. Back. They are. We are. From the movies. You know? But sometimes it can get you in trouble and uh, well, not trouble, but uh, I teach cooking classes as well. And over the summer last year, we did some youth ones. So some kids and this mom came down with her kid and she, she tells the kid, like, you better listen or else she's going to throw you over her head. And another mom was like, excuse me. And I had to be like, oh, I compete in strong women. Like she's watched me compete. It's okay. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm not just going to throw kids over my head. <laughs> I know. Right. Like that's the thing. It's like people assume that if you do strength sports or you're like a jock type that you're yeah. always um, like, the, like a tough mean person. Like when I first moved into my neighborhood, like nine months ago, uh, my neighbor was really, he's like, I was really intimidated by you first. Like, I really thought you could punch people out. I'm like, I can, but I never have. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like strong people are usually uh, strong, you know, in sports, strong man or even probably you like with teddy bears you know what I mean so yes. um but not if you mess with my kids yes. okay mom yes. bears gonna come out um but yeah no I feel you it's just one of those things where people don't know how to absorb it especially if they've never watched the sport or don't know anyone else who does it like they either don't know what it is and if they know what it is they think it's, it's a bunch of big fat dudes right looking heavy stuff mm -hmm. in the states so it's like it, they don't know how to then like just be chill with you and I always I, I'm very careful who I say to because it's like I just want to be a mom with some people or I want to yeah. be seen as a business professional so it's like when people see a strong man they just like I don't know this have all kinds of imagination yeah stories right so you're like yeah. all right awesome um and then when they find out you're like yes that's my dirty secret yeah you feel very free right yeah like, <laughs> finally let it out so um yeah so going from powerlifting to strongman how did you like adjust your training program to prepare to compete in strongman? Like what are some examples of workouts? And obviously the nutrition is a big thing because of being a ready steel chef. I mean, you've seen all the diets over the years come and go like keto and whatever else. Yeah. And I'm sure getting to be the top of the top, right. And strongest woman, that is huge, right? Like, cause I mean, people lift and lift and lift and they take supplements and they take steroids, but at the end of the day, like that solid whole meal like doing those things is what's going to get you where you need to be besides consistent training so anyways i'm curious girl talk to me okay um well <laughs> what were the questions again <laughs> okay Sorry. so your chef nutrition yeah for training right? but there was another because question before that because with strong men i know with strong oh, the, men, the scheduling yeah yeah like because okay, okay, like, i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about hacks, girl, for the workouts. Yes. Like, what were some things you, obviously, there's some things that you added or took away from your training when you went from powerlifting to strongman. 
And obviously you had to change. I think you had to probably change your diet a bit, but I had to, but anyways, who? Okay. So for the, the, there was about a year where I did both my powerlifting meets as well as the strongman competitions. And I did like a ton because when I had my ACL surgery, you go through like a dark, like, what if I never compete again and all that kind of stuff. So when stuff shows came up, it's like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. So I did like, it was basically something every two months I was doing a competition. It kind of worked out to be. And all I really did was, uh, when I was powerlifting, I trained six days a week. And so for five days a week, I would do those training. And then on the, the sixth or sixth day, I would go and train strongman, just do events like that. So that's mm -hmm. how I did my weeks there, my normal training. And then one day a week, I would do event training, but mm -hmm. the, like a month or three weeks before a powerlifting show or a strongman show, I would just focus there. So if it was the month before a powerlifting meets, I would just train at unparalleled, like just do my powerlifting training. But if it was the month before a strongman competition. I just trained at metal in Regina just to be in that mindset and that vibe, that air, like atmosphere and stuff like that. Um, at this time, my diet. <sighs> well, cause so my diet, when I started, when I started, power or strongman I actually was like 150 pounds when I started I had a friend say that I should get up to 225 but I was like Ugh. but then I found out he thought that I was like 195 so he was only thinking of like putting 30 pounds on but I was like okay I gotta put on so that was just put on the weight fast so that was like teen burgers and blizzards so that was not good <laughs> just to get sides up I always laugh at these stories because like my genetics don't work like that. Like, oh, mine don't either. <laughs> I eat, I eat nothing but like protein bars and real food all yeah. the time. Like almost yeah. no carbs. Like I eat so healthy, and it's like, yeah. man, if I like, I don't have to work to gain muscle or fat, like at all. Yeah. So like when people like, um, like I just went hard on blizzard, like musty nice bitch, musty nice. And this is like, wait, you know, because I don't, I don't get that. That's so not fair. But I feel you though. When I first started, I watched Eddie Hall and like all these dudes, and they're like. I was like, okay, well, I'm sure they have proper nutrition because they're like the strongest men in the world. And then I'm seeing them eating cheesecake. I'm like, well, maybe you put it off in strong men. I don't know. So then I had a little fluffy phase, you know? Yeah. Because I was like, all right, I'll eat cheesecake at the end of my workout. They're doing yeah. it. You know, and I was like, wait, this is not, this is not good. No. <laughs> I just. But, but yeah, that was just to put on size. And then after that, um, CASA had come out with the weight classes. And at that time to go to nationals, um, they were only taking the winner of each weight class at yeah. first so Tracy and I couldn't both go if we're both heavyweight right so I dropped so I lost 30 pounds in three months and that was knowing what I know about food and stuff like but that that's, that's okay though because the mass you're going to lose in a week is five so if you lost 10 yeah. amounts that's that's healthy you know what yeah. I mean and then I, I was yeah I was that for my whole amateur career was that 175 yeah kind of thing was what I, I stayed it's at pretty lean, though it's pretty lean for your height and being a strong woman though like mm. people when they hear these numbers they're like you know what I mean like body was like oh my god I would die because you know what I mean? yeah. like when I was bodybuilding I was 170 and I was a size four and yeah. like they were like you'll be girl but I had yeah. abs like I had visible shredded abs yeah. I mean you, know, you could still lose more body fat when you're cutting but I'm just saying like yeah. the lowest I probably would have gone down is like you know wow like 150 but I mean I'm five nine so for yeah. me it's like my body has always been better at the 170 200 range now that it's yeah. strong man I've just got muscle over muscle over the years like because you just build and pack it on it's yeah. like I I that would be impossible for me like I'm like yeah. that's not even in a like yeah. I'm like you know what I mean I'm like I'd be lucky to get out of the heavyweight category and I could yeah. But then I would have to, I couldn't do heavy lifting. Yes. Like I would, I'm my genetics, I'd, I'd have to do the 20 reps and, yeah. you know, eat celery. So I'm like, yeah. no. So yeah, but I mean, like you said, 30 pounds is not that much. Um, and I think people should try to play with that in a healthy way, right? Yes. Because that doesn't up your game as an athlete, right? Yeah. So. But I'm not that tall. I'm like, I'm not even 5'3". So. Oh, really? You look yeah. so much taller in your pictures. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm 16, pretty short. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow yeah oh my lord 
<laughs> I'm glad I at least look tall. <laughs> You're like a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So like what like what was it that drew you into like strongman powerlifting? I mean, like I'm kind of curious about your story before. Like what 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 did you do in the gym before? What were you into? Did you ever play sports? Um like, you know, because it, it just seems like every strong man just takes, like, everyday women and bam, like, yeah. 360s of shit out of their life and they become a superstar. So, yeah. you know, taking it, taking it back, you know? Yes. Well, I think it, it does have a big part of growing up on a farm and stuff like that and that kind of work. And I've always, I've always been strong. Like I said, I remember uh, when I was 18 was, like, kind of the first time that somebody got me going to the gym. And one of the first times I was like, oh, I want to max out my bench. Right. And I benched 155 my first time benching. So I've always wow, been dude. strong. So, uh, yeah. um, and I, I just always have liked that. Like the, the feeling I get when I lift weights is I, I feel like me when I'm doing that stuff. Like that's, that's who I am. So, so what were like, I said, specific movements can you name like three or four of specific exercises or movement patterns like I know you've explained it briefly but did you like increase like the length of time of her training sessions like I think for the most part strongman and powerlifting training is pretty standard like you can only play with the plan so much and yeah. what works and doesn't work yeah. um but I mean balancing that being a mom you know like it, it does command so much of your time right so mm -hmm. do you think like being a powerlifter first gave you the discipline to be a strong woman um or just having like that strong community like how did you like I said how did you get from not doing that to just well, get a strong right I've always been super competitive too so I think having that avenue like always having something to compete and train for has always helped with that and uh I just remember my very first powerlifting meet so I did that after three months of training and after that first squat I was like I'm I'm hooked on like competing in strength sports. This is, this is fun. And it did, I did like the, like, so powerlifting, I trained six days a week. And I know when I first started doing strongman, cause the, we only do three days a week of training. And at first I was like, let's go more, let's go more, let's go more. But the, the intensity that we train at and all that kind of stuff changed so dramatically that yeah. it's like holy crap sometimes three days a week is too much like my body yeah it does so people yeah. don't get it like yeah. you know what i mean like when you're doing strongman like the progressive lifts are so much and people like to this day like i wish i would have documented i documented my workouts but i didn't document enough like yeah. in detail the story but well, it's I like have... i would skip weeks like to recover and i yeah. would even like some days I go only once or twice a week because I listened to my body. And when mm -hmm. I felt I was close to an injury or I was just plateauing, I'm like, you know what? The best thing I can do is rest, work on deep stretches, you know, adjust things and mm -hmm. uh, move forward. Right. So yeah. I, I feel because people feel like you, people think you have to go balls to the wall with your strongman training all the time. And you don't yeah. like, not at all. So I think the only difference, like say, so when I was powerlifting, I had like bench specific days, squat specific days and deadlift specific days. And my accessories kind of were all things that complemented that, right? But in strongman, even when I'm doing like a press day, like your whole body gets used in that. It's not just oh, yeah. my arms, right? So I think that's why like everything gets used, whether it's a press day or squat day. So you need that time because your body's always being used. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My to full capacity. So yeah. So talk about the meals that you prepared, girl. What you like to eat? Every, and pretty much anything and everything. <laughs> I do try to, to get most of my protein from like food, right? Animals, steak, a lot of beef. I eat a lot of beef and chicken. Yeah. And pork. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I'm not a big fish fan, but I do yeah. try to get as much as I can my protein from natural source. And if I need a shake here and there, just to top it up, because sometimes like 200 and some grams of protein is hard to eat sometimes in one day. So people just okay, you say 200. Okay. Let me tell you, girl, I'm pretty sure I'm 300 pounds because I break a lot of chairs. And yeah. I'm, even ashamed. I'm even ashamed. Okay. And like, no shit. Like people like every guy I've ever dated, like before my husband was like a bodybuilder. So I was like, you need to eat more protein. I'm like my stomach will like implode. I have food babies all the time. I'm like, you know what? How hard is to eat 300 grams of protein? It's literally impossible. 
That means that I would have to eat eight times a day. And I still, I I will drink, I'm not shitting you. I will eat two protein bars at once and then I'll drink a protein shake. So that's like 90 grams of protein Mm -hmm. at once. And I put milk in it obviously for fat because otherwise I would die. Just that much protein on your stomach is hard. It doesn't even bother my gut though. Now that I've like pushed it so hard, but it's like, I cannot, in food form, I can't even get, in food form, I could like, I just have a small stomach for my size. Like I could eat maybe like two meals a day and so like, let's just say hundred grams, right? A hundred grams of protein. So to jump three, three times up, I'm just sitting there eating protein bars like all day yeah. long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like- yeah. Sometimes it, that, <laughs> it is hard. So as much as I can, I get through real food and then I just use shakes to get the rest. Cause yeah. <laughs> when I was like, not a strong man. And I did, uh, when I was a full-time dancer and dance teacher, yoga instructor, I was like skinny fat. Cause I was like, really skinny but like jiggle my boyfriend's like you got jello body because I could I you can't get that food from a vegan diet and so I got skinny but I did like I lost a lot of muscle mass Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and now like I have a like pretty almost non-existent sugar diet like low low sugar um and like low carb and I just use high fats and high protein yeah obviously if I'm like post recovery and and uh like lifting day, I need to do a lot of protein on a lighter day is that I do more like fat and then like some micronutrients. But um, I was just wondering if you had some recipes that are more packed in protein besides just a slab of steak <laughs> that yeah. you would, you know, recommend to moms. Cause I mean, moms were busy, we're on the go, especially moms are into the sport with kids or they're teaching from home, they're working out from yeah. home, right? And there's just a lot of shit you have to do in one day. Um, yeah. As a chef girl, talk to me, what are some things that fast wise, budget, whatever. <laughs> recommend us something girls well when I was doing my stuff like I I kind of I didn't vary my protein like my meals a whole lot I kind of stuck to like your chicken and pork and beef and stuff like that and then for starches was just rice potato sweet potatoes stuff like that and the veg that may have varied a little bit but just finding a higher protein like if you're going to eat a yogurt I would always find a Greek yogurt that had the most protein yeah in it kind of thing and then I would yeah. use uh, like plain Greek yogurt instead of sour cream for some stuff too, right? Because you still get that tanginess and it's more protein than the sour cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like feel that. you, girl. You know what? Honest to God, though, like people, here's a little disclaimer. I did an experiment. I should have recorded it. I walked through the stores and I like recorded all the different zero sugar. Uh, mm-hmm. You need to read the back. People lie, man. Like, some of them would be like zero sugar. And then I would turn it around. It would say like 16 or 26 grams of sugar per serving. Yeah. I'm like, how is it 0% sugar? Um, do you not know what the word zero means? Yeah. Um, so there's, but it's worth it though. It's a really easy way to pack in your protein. And you could even sprinkle like other things on top of it, like grapes. Like you can add mm-hmm. nuts or whatever else. Yeah. So like you said, it's like anywhere, uh, like you just said, anywhere you can kind of slip it in. Yeah, like, like if you're making a chili, throwing some lentils and lentils are like super high pack yeah. like with and yeah. you don't need a whole lot and they have a lot of protein so just stuff like that yeah. throwing something yeah. like that into something that we'd normally make anyways and it just kind of adds a bit more protein to it <laughs> i'm sorry i'm thinking of jokes i will not say on this podcast for the sake of you <laughs> but no for the <laughs> next- <laughs> oh god yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just having raised by your uncle anyway so <laughs> you can add beans to it. I'm yeah. just putting a disclaimer out there. When you add as much protein, um, eat your fiber, people. <laughs> yeah. <your> fiber. <laughs> you don't have carbs to absorb it. Oh, yeah. my. <laughs> but yeah, that was tough, man. That was because like I, when I was a vegan, I taught myself to hate meat and, you know, under the mindset you don't eat that much protein. And it's like, I am heavier than I was, and it doesn't mean I'm a billion off because I weigh mainly just because how having a baby has changed my body. But mm-hmm. I am healthier than I've ever been, even though I'm like almost twice the weight. Mm-hmm. So your body needs those nutrients regardless of weight. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's yeah. the thing. The biggest thing for me is like I can't lose weight no matter what I do. I'm not sleeping and I'm stressed. My body yes. carries all the stress in my gut. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter that I don't drink or that I'm not eating cake every night. If I'm not, if I'm stressed. I, so I need to like, for me, I need to have my, like my yoga, my stretch time. I get outside as much as I can. Cause the moment I'm in fresh air, I calm down. Um, and having like a warm bath and I have to rejoin myself to go to sleep. So just do whatever you can to just not mm-hmm. be high stress level. I feel like as moms, we have to carry 
this emotional mental burn all the time, right? And anxiety, and we just have all these things that we're thinking about. And it's really hard for us just to calm down, have peace. So how, how did you like manage like having a career and doing this and training? Like what were some, cause I mean, us moms, sometimes parenting is hard and there's high stress moments, right? So how did you deal with that without it letting you take you off trail with your training? Yeah, well, I don't have kids. So that's one thing I don't have to worry about so much. I just have a dog, <laughs> but like training, that was my life. Like I worked to be yeah. able to afford to do training. Right. So my days, I know for a while it was really rough because I lived in one there. So I would get up at four o'clock in the morning to get ready to go to work. And then I would drive to work, which was like an hour away work there then I'd drive to the gym and I'd wait until like my training partners came and stuff like that and so by the time we were done training it was probably like 11 o'clock by the time I got home and then I was up again at four o'clock so it just becomes your life (laughs) training like that's I've made like sacrifices with family and friends but my training part like that my gym became my fam, like friends and stuff like that so yeah I do have a hard time uh with normal people like <laughs> I feel you I can't normal anymore like normal. yeah like, <laughs> it's so hard when you don't have people that you can That's oh sorry go ahead I just say you need you need people like around you that like understand the sport and understand these lifestyle yes. choices and the grind and yeah. don't say stupid things to you like oh there's more life in this jam like you know what I mean that's so important mm-hmm. to have a good support system yes yeah that's, that's very like important <laughs> you know, for sure for sure like I've been fortunate like my family's been very supportive of it and stuff like that so if I've had to miss family gatherings or stuff like that which I, I try to not if I can like I try to schedule my training around stuff like that uh as much as I can but sometimes life happens and you can't but they're understanding of that and a lot of them come out to the shows and stuff like that which is really cool so they can see it's pain like that it pays right like seeing that yeah. reward of that working people um so when did you start coaching uh, i've started coaching ooh, a few years ago <laughs> quite a few i don't remember Back exactly exactly <laughs> oh, um, oh. yeah <laughs> it started with uh like when i was working out at the one place and I would come to Regina and I'd wait for them for like Tracy to come so for us to train and it became like well while you're training like while you're waiting why not run some classes some like beginner strongman strongwoman classes so that's how that started with that and then that just progressed into coaching because like I I do have all these years of experience Uh, I've done a lot of different shows like international level for both sports so I have a lot of experience to pass on yeah. and I think um having gone through like injuries and surgeries and stuff like that it kind of helps with that too because sometimes it happens in the sports unfortunately yeah. Yeah. and <clears throat> you can pass on that knowledge because even just going through a surgery is hard right like mentally yeah. too for some people some people oh, yeah. have the the smallest of something happen and they they're done right because they just can't come back from that. Whereas I've yeah. seen some people, um, like one a friend of mine basically exploded his knee, right? And he still managed oh. to come back and qualify for Canada's Strongest Man, right? Like, wow, yeah, yeah. So no, it, it, so- a lot of it is mental and just, yeah. So just having gone through stuff like that too, I c- can help others go through that too if something like that happens or mm-hmm. 100%. That kind of like yeah. when I had my c-section like I like that's why I was so terrified I have a second kid because like mm-hmm. my husband's six seven so like they yeah. get bigger time yeah <laughs> baby would have been 12 pounds if I didn't do some get him out and wow. like he's he's wearing 18 to 18 months of two-year-old clothes and he's seven and a half months thank he's goodness seven pounds He's almost yeah. as big as my kid who was like turning three. Like he's just yeah. tall. His head is as big as my freaking almost five-year-old. <laughs> like he's just this massive baby. And yeah. like, 
they're like, uh, they're like, do you want to push them? I'm like, hell no. They're like, you yeah. know, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, but I need my bajay for yeah. like at least a while. I mean, I have a husband. I've he's got needs. Uh, so, anyways, um, and I was like terrified. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen at the end. So, it's like you you have to be really mentally strong because the recovery process is hard, and mm-hmm. it is harder if you don't have someone like yourself, like coaching yeah. and, and helping. So, I think like, I think a lot of people talk themselves out of things and think that things are so radically impossible. Like yes. when I, right. Like when I built my deadlifting platform, when I was like seven months pregnant. Like it was probably the most hilarious thing if somebody was watching. Cause I was just like, <laughs> like a big boat just rolling yeah. around on the ground, like nailing sideways lying down. Cause my belly was mm-hmm. in the way. And then, and then I was able to use that, but we all need motivation. And sometimes you have to, you know, have someone shouting at you with that motivation or to mm-hmm. show you that you can do it so that the impossible becomes possible. True. But yeah. sometimes it just isn't our mind. I mean, no, maybe you, you know, when maybe your injury, you can't go now. You won't be, maybe you won't be the strongest person in the world, but doesn't mean you can't compete. That means you, doesn't mean yes. you can't still win. Doesn't mean you can't yeah. do different part of the sport. Right. Yes, so exactly. there's no, there's no real end. It's just whether or not you want to keep pushing for another day. Personally, it builds your confidence and you have a better quality of life. If you don't give up, that's what I yes. think. Yes. And, and 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 resting is not giving up like i'm not lifting ginormously heavy heavy deadlifts right now because i've got to be careful because i had a c-section seven months yes. seven nine months ago right but that but i know that if i keep doing it that i will get to where i was and be even mm-hmm. stronger yes so, exactly so on that subject i mean like with the coaching online um do you obviously you do a, a physical training plan but you also offer like meal plans and meal prep and that kind of thing um i i do do nutrition as well for some people if they want that as well so nice okay yeah. so where do they find like besides uh, do they just contact you through ig or their website uh, face- yeah facebook or instagram is where i do a lot of like most of my promoting for the online coaching and stuff like that on there too so okay girl yeah, okay you can reach out on uh, there yeah do it up i mean you're such a down-to-earth nice person mm-hmm. a kind human and i think it's so important to have a coach that is a nice human but mm-hmm. can motivate you but someone you feel safe with because it's important through life's challenges to just be able to be yourself right because sometimes yes. the training process and growth is ugly yes <laughs> like sometimes you crash through it um yes. so with the training what are some exercises that you recommend to people online like with your virtual programs um that if they're facing challenges due to the lockdown or mobility issue uh it depends on what their mobility issues are too right but yeah my i just have a thing saying my connection is unstable so i don't know if i'm gonna be on there you froze a little bit but that's okay you're still back don't worry um like so let's just say somebody who um has like hip or back mobility or knee knee issues right maybe they're a master's athlete maybe they're like said a mom or somebody who's never lifted heavy before yeah well lots of it is not uh a lot of people try to train through issues which there are the odd thing that you can kind of train through but a lot of them it's about training around them so what can you do like right now i have a very bad back like just a little while ago i couldn't even stand up long enough to wash a sink of dishes because my back i just i can relate to that like so So, i want to talk yeah i we'll talk about that a second because i want to talk to you about that because that's pretty you know coming back from that is not easy Mm -hmm. so no like right now like i can't do any kind of extension or anything like that because that causes it to flare up and then i can't do stuff so it's been a little tricky just yeah. modifying things so my bench is just all legs up so that i can't arch like kind of force yeah. myself to not yeah. put my or yeah. put myself into positions where i'm not yeah. going to be able to compromise myself and then mm-hmm. just keeping things super light higher reps as long as it's okay right you don't want any flare ups but a lot of it is just training around rather than training through so finding what you can do oh yeah do that so something is better than nothing and once you're able to like whatever time you've missed is going to come back so fast like it's going to feel like you missed it but time is your best friend like when i had this c-section 
Like I could barely like just what you said with the dishes thing. Like I had to, I bought one of those old lady mobility chairs mm-hmm. and I couldn't even sit on it. I, for the first, I think two months after I had my son, two and a half months, I had to just sit in the bathtub. I couldn't even stand up to the shower. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly worked up to the chair and then I slowly was able to stand. Like it was, that, that was in that much pain. Like I had that low mobility, it was crawling up and down the stairs. So then for me to then do the walk and then to be able to start deadlifting working is like, it's just, it's like, hey, it's slow and steady wins the race, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and just and, to, like, yeah, if you can, if your back doesn't work, try to like do stuff as seated as much as possible kind of thing. Like yeah. I, if I do shoulder press, I'm making sure I'm pushing my low back into that bench as much as I can so that I don't have any kind of extension. Cause even just a little bit will cause it to flare up like even now. Yeah. So I'm still waiting to see a specialist on my back, but cause of COVID everything is backed up. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, yeah, but yeah. So what are some like rituals or structures of organizations such as tools you use to lead a balanced um, life, you know, when you're creating your workouts? Um, life hacks. Pre-workout energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> those, those are uh, a big part of training. <laughs> if you guys um, haven't seen it on our store, it's called, the shirt is called, if I die, I die. And that's literally what it's about yes. because I do caffeine like four or five times a day that I can sleep after like an entire thing of coffee. Like I can drink a pot of coffee and I'd be like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's how I am. Yeah. No, nothing else is going to kill me. No car, no lightning, yeah. not the police. It's going to be yeah. caffeine pre-workout yes. on the ground. Yes. Don't worry. I won't sponsoring me. <laughs> That'll be me too. <laughs> uh, you were saying rituals, things you do. Get calm. Um, I don't have so much about that like uh it's just because making things uh, a habit or routine like trying as much as possible training at the same time every day so just it becomes a habit knowing this time I got to yeah. do this so this time I got to do this um yeah. that makes it easy trying to just get that habit built up makes it easy um yeah I dance a lot in my training. I don't know if that counts as a, as a ritual. <laughs> I get uh, told quite often to stop, but <laughs> I don't care. Who's like the rock and roll guy who is yeah. like almost like an old lady prude and his vibe for me. And he'll just give me a look, you know, like there's no twerking allowed in the stylist and gym. I'm like, excuse you, bitch. Well, you better take away my membership. That's the yeah. best part about home in the home gym because I can shake that ass in front of a mirror yeah. by myself yeah. and or do a TikTok video and, and nobody got to know. <laughs> yeah. um, but like it's honestly dance cardio. Like as somebody who's taught dance, like I've taught gym, dance, gymnastics, everything in the sun. Um, it's like the best thing for cardio. If you don't mm-hmm. want to be on a step machine and you don't want to do any of that stuff, dance. Dance at the end of the yes. workout. Dance to be in your workout for 20 minutes. It doesn't even have to be like a structured dance. Just like... Mm-hmm. But anyways, you guys, I also have dance tutorials, like and uh, dance TikTok <laughs> challenges. Just check out my YouTube. Um, they're inappropriate sometimes, so don't have your children around because there's a lot of forcing. Right, <laughs> grind on me yeah. on the floor, you know. Um, <laughs> but yes. So yeah, I think the breath. biggest thing too is to have okay. just have fun with the training too, right? If you're not having fun training, like even though it is it is serious, right? I take it yeah. serious. I still want to have fun and enjoy it so yeah I mean you can be both so well most of the time but then when what's going to happen is when you're tired or when you are sore or you have an injury or life is punching you in the face um then you will want to quit and I feel like Mm -hmm. dancing for me like I I would much rather dance for 30 minutes like a dumbass in the gym or make my workout takes another half an hour 45 minutes long because I was dancing in between sets than to not gone like whatever gets uh, the shitty feelings out and mm-hmm. <laughs> gets you in the gym like you know yeah so what else girl what I else pre-workout pre-workout Shaking. i do love that it's not i don't really have so much uh i <laughs> it's more like i have more rituals with competitions than i do with the training so competitions the night before i have to watch conan the barbarian 
<laughs> really? Specifically the scene where he talks about what is best uh. in life. So that's that's a must the night before. And then just food that I have for the competition. Um, I'm just kind of, I kind of keep the same stuff. So I, what do you eat? I don't want, what do I eat for, for, I have like, I bring like dried mangoes. I like mangoes and you just want like quick, you don't want heavy food cause you're have to compete. Right. But you want the quick sugar just to get you going. So I, I do the dried mango. I'll bring, uh, like some granola bars or I'd like the raspberry shredded mini wheats. <laughs> so I snack on those. Um, Stuff like chocolate pudding is like a really quick sugar and it's easy on the stomach. So that's good to just get quick carbs in, in between. And it's, yeah, it's not heavy. So. Oh, I'm going to try the chocolate pudding thing. Oh. Yeah. What do you eat? Do you eat breakfast before you go to a competition? Yes. Big breakfast. Like, is it like meat? Like yes. Bacon, eggs? Bacon, yes. eggs, potatoes, if I can. So, yeah. What I've learned that because I used to teach all day long and I would have breaks in between. I'd come home for like 15 minutes, half an hour and run back out. And what I learned as a dancer, like especially when you're jumping, when you're teaching dancer jumping, especially teaching little kids and like yeah. it's the same as strong men. Jumping and pushing heavy weights will make you bark. So uh, yeah. like I've always felt like they're like, oh, breakfast is stupid. I agree if you're not going to have a really highly intense labor day. But if you yeah. are, you need to start the day right. Yeah. Because it's it's a lot harder like for like to start the day and then all of a sudden midday just throw a bunch of stomach mm -hmm. stomach because then you get really tired so i've always found for me it's better to have a proper breakfast and i can go hours with just like my yes. keto drinks and my keto yeah. snacks and just chill and take care of my kids run around the park and then i make sure like my pre-work pre-workout meal right my dinner yeah. is something that's like packed with nutrition but i don't do it like a half an hour before because i'd make myself sick right yeah. I, I make sure i have that hour break so it's like you said you have to schedule you have to commit to it because otherwise it just doesn't happen like yeah. there's a million like five like kind of gives me looks sometimes and i'm like you know what if i don't do today it's gonna have a collateral effect that i'm gonna be grumpy and i'm gonna miss a lot of workouts and like i just find like having if i structure everything around my workouts then it's like it's easy for me because i'm like hey if i yes. have to meal prep because if i don't meal prep i if i don't clean on this day i won't have time to do this so yeah. it just it makes it a lot easier if you do that way instead of the other way around you know what I mean? yes i agree yeah it kind of has to become your life and then everything else kind of yeah. fits in what you, what you, you can you, you, you can try to fit it in the corner if you're training no. for strongman that's no. not it doesn't work that way it has to be all round. and yeah. but it's a good thing though because it brings your whole life together right yeah and yeah. i want to specify the the mango and the chocolate pudding and the shredded meaty weeds are just before competition, <laughs> during a competition, sure. not, not every training day. <laughs> just in the corner, twerking, snacking <laughs> on chocolate pudding. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> That's so funny, chocolate pudding. Man, I, I don't think I've had chocolate pudding since I was like nine. You know what I mean? Like, damn, well, I'm it, it can be vanilla too or butterscotch, whatever you like. Oh, butterscotch. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God. So there's like this um, thousand farms, like no calorie. I don't know if you tried their stuff. Like they're yeah, the, oh yeah, the syrup, yeah. Oh, the syrup, the caramel. Yeah. You put that in coffee or Greek yogurt, put in Greek mm -hmm. yogurt, it tastes like butterscotch pudding. Yes. Oh, so good. And like, mm -hmm. I I'm, I don't do this half cup bullshit when I have Greek yogurt. I do a whole damn bowl. Yeah. I use half a, half a, a container, whatever you call it. Okay, yeah. half of the whole thing, every portion. I don't do this one quarter sliver. No, no. What is that? They're okay. serving sizes, yeah. That's ridiculous. They don't well, know me. No. You don't know me. I ain't trying yeah. to be no stupid model over here. I'm trying to be skinny. What you talking about? Um, <laughs> anyways. Oh. One thing that's really good, if you mix your protein powder in with like plain Greek yogurt or vanilla Greek yogurt, yeah, that's yeah. super good too. Oh, and then it tastes like I've got this one. It tastes like it's almost like a cheesecake oh type feeling. There's a bunny beside me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor listeners. I had to see my toddler because he wouldn't go to bed. Stupid lockdown. They closed down my school the other day, my kid's school. So he's at home, not socializing. He won't go to bed. There's a bunny, you guys, like a foot from me. I'm outside. I had to hide because he wouldn't go to bed. So I had to, I had to hide to talk to the fabulous. So, <gasps> guys, he's approaching me. There's a bunny approaching me. <laughs> Okay, so this might get really weird. I'm gonna stop making eye contact with the creepy bunny who's staring at me <laughs> and try to. This is so crazy. I'm taking a picture, but I'm interviewing you on my phone. 
oh god he's getting closer um okay, okay. <laughs> so jesus um lord please help me there's a weird creepy bunny um hello so what's my next question um <laughs> so anyways <laughs> what are some challenges that you had overcome and um how did you overcome them so your injury <laughs> let's go back to your injury uh, i need to pray while you tell me okay well um i have bad knees to begin with um like I, i've had four surgeries on this one knee i've had a baker cyst removed i had it scoped twice and i had my acl reconstructed so i've had to basically especially since this last surgery that i had um the whole backside of my kneecap is all just like cartilage damage like the doctor said they want to replace my kneecap but if they did that i wouldn't be able to do this sport at all so i was like well that's not an option so training around that i've had to modify like how i squat how i press like basically everything has had yeah. to be modified because i can't use that knee like i would like to use that knee <laughs> and so even now with the, my back, like if I, I may never be able to get that extension that I used to, so I'm going to have to adapt how I do stuff, which uh, will kind of suck. Cause like when I press and stuff like that, I'm, I have a lot of extension cause I kind of utilize the fact that I'm a pretty good bencher to press. Right. So if I can't have that extension, I'm going to have to modify how I compete again so it's uh it's not about quitting it's about adapting and finding how to make it work for you like yeah i'd the one doctor basically said that i was done and another said you just have to find what works for you to compete at the level that you want so just taking that mentality and just finding what works for you to overcome that and, and it sucks and there's some days where my knee because I got arthritis in it now too. So that's another stuff with this. So some days I can't squat because it's my knee won't let me. Others, I, I, I can. Oh. Pardon? But I understand the knee thing. Like I yeah. feel you on a deep yeah. level on that one. Yeah. yeah. So other days it's I can squat, but it's going to be to a high box because I'm not like it won't let me get that depth. So yeah, it's it's just training around. Some days are good. Some days are bad. So when the good days happen, it's really awesome. Yeah, no, I feel you. They're, those always feel really good. And that's when I yeah. post a video. I haven't posted yeah. one lately because it's just been like drudgery workouts from like 9.45 at night to like 11 yeah. and I'm just like, or 11.30 and I'm just like, uh, like a zombie. And the last thing yeah. I want to do is like make a video, but I'm like, ah, I should have made a video. I just did a PR. But um, no lie, you guys, it's bunnies in my ear. Oh, he's running away. Okay, thank you. Because you, you creeped me out <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Thank you very much. Just staring through my soul. <laughs> no, am I one with nature? I don't know. Um, you know, you lucky on Irish, I would eat you right now, bunny. So, anyways, um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so going back to like celebrating your body, um, now that you overcome the challenges and like the just the subjects of gaining weight, right? Because as women, that's something we're always been taught to be terrified of. Like back in when we were kids, it was like five pounds, you know, that's bad. Ten pounds, shit. <laughs> 20 pounds or 30 pounds you should go kill yourself like right now right like yeah. it was it was a big deal so for a strong man to be like oh why are you coming back um 30 pounds to 100 pounds right like i just want to like for, as a woman to, from a woman to woman and women who because i see that on groups that for women who lift weights but they don't do strong men or powerlifting and it's yeah. always talked about and it's like women are always like oh like i i have like my clothes fit better but i weigh more and i'm like why do you still weigh yourself like i've never seen yeah. the point weight like now that i'm not a dancer anymore it's like why do you weigh yourself once you join like strength sports yeah like there's no point to me unless you're uh you know about to do competition or something right you yeah. got a weight cut and know where you're at but other than that like yeah um i think it's something that is more destructive than helpful yeah and it's not because i don't care about my health you know what i mean it's not because yeah. i don't want to be a healthy weight or eat healthy or exercise but i was curious what your feelings are on that subject yeah as a strong no, well woman. i um, well, I've gone through that like myself. So um, I like never wore shorts growing up, stuff like that, because my legs were big, right? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, I remember one time, like I had more 
so this was um, just a few years ago, uh, probably only even five years ago that I remember I wore shorts when I went home to my parents and my mom yeah. was like, you're wearing shorts. Cause she'd never seen me wear shorts. Oh wow. Yeah. And I was like, so, um, when you can start celebrating what your body can do rather than what it looks like, uh, like I had more confidence in my body and myself when I weighed 205 than I did when I was a power lifter and weighed 150, which yes. I think is like, bizarre because it was like, yeah, my legs are big, but like, I can squat how much, like this much. Right. So of course they're going to yeah. be big. Like I, I can do all these amazing things. Like my yeah. body as it is right now can do all these amazing things. Like yep. I, I wouldn't have been able to do a lot of that had I been 150 even. Right. But not that that's bad, but just that it should be more about what your body can do versus what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, there's the odd like person who's like an ectomorph that's freakishly strong. Yes. And yes. I will be interviewing some of those athletes and masters. I'm really excited about my lineup of guests. You guys uh, check out our Facebook page um, and our website, like I said, tanstrong.ca if you want to find out who's going to be on the show. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, back to the whole body image thing. Um, I never wore shorts because ever since I was a kid, I have, I had cellulite and there's a lot of science based on um, if genetics in terms of like your mom's weight, um, things that were eaten even by, your mom's mom right um and how it affects your metabolism and so for me as a kid i always like i i always sabotaged my own success or i held myself back um or i put myself down or I accepted less than life because i was like you know what i i, I agree with people because that's how you're raised that's how you're taught yeah. that's what you're around is that mindset of like you don't deserve to be have a good looking man or you don't deserve to have success in your career or business unless you look the part you fit these certain clothes because there's been always so many movies and music videos that make fun of the yes. and not even a bigger girl just a, just yeah. a thick woman right not yeah. even talking about muscles right and then if they showed women with muscles it was always like hardcore so manly, yeah. yeah it was there was yeah. never anything else um and so for me like I just got, I just got sick and tired of it. I just got, I said, you know what, no matter what I do, someone's going to say something. Someone said something my whole life. I'm going to mm -hmm. wear bright ass colors and, and wear what the hell I want and live my life because I know who I am. I know what yeah. I do with my life. And, and it just shows your ugliness if you're going to put me down. Mm -hmm. So I think like women need to stop waiting. I meet so many women who are older, like master athletes and stuff like that, who still, you know, put dim their shine of their accomplishments or put down their image or so like maybe some people are afraid of drama because I think they have to be a thicker girl. Like I said, no, sometimes like there's very small athletes who do extremely well mm -hmm. and it's just, it, you don't know until you do it. So, so live your life. Right. Like, yeah. um, and, and that's, that's like, you know, like when I, um, when I started becoming a brand ambassador for supplement King, there was people, this guy, like I was waiting outside, I was doing some promo videos for them and they were doing this giveaway and this guy was like, oh, so did you approach them or did they approach you? Like, you can't yeah. be sick and fit, right? Like you can't yeah. represent a supplement company. And I said, guess what, buddy? Mm -hmm. uh, times have changed and there's all body types and fitness and all body types are accepted. Like, it always surprises me when I get messages from this podcast and somebody be like, you know what? I really think it's amazing that you're comfortable in your skin. I'm like, why is that amazing though? What's yeah. wrong with my skin? Like what's yeah. different or weird about it? So I just think like um, there's usually more people who are in support than against. And it's just yeah. like, I, the only thing that makes me sad is like now that I have kids and I'm older, it's yeah. like how much of my life I wasted in my twenties, mm -hmm. just like covering up, right? Just yeah. like, not like, you know, with the swimsuit, I was wearing a one piece and skirt or shorts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I look at those pictures and I'm like, man, like, talk about body dysmorphia you know yeah so um yeah strong man is like i said definitely done that for me and i think uh for men too right like yeah. stop trying to be shredded guys on instagram like some people do naturally look like that but some people have had surgery or whatever so it just it just doesn't matter like just train just work yeah. out just compete and whatever you look you look who cares yeah. like no one, i don't care personally mm -hmm. i don't walk out to people and other athletes and be like so what you weigh girl it's yeah. <laughs> size what do you size medium yes. by the way please don't know i'll smack them for you like yeah i'll jump on plane i'll smack them for you it's all good yeah. i got you um 
Well, I, I mean, do some youth classes too. And I, I know I had this one girl, she was 10 and she stepped on the scale. Like she's tall. She, for even for 10, like she was like taller than me. Yeah. And I yeah. know well, that's not hard because <laughs> I'm short, but she you stepped on short. the scale at her gym and it said like 130 something. And she's like, oh, is that a lot? And I was like, don't like don't ever worry about what this says like this doesn't tell you people like this doesn't say how smart you are how beautiful you are how good of a person you are like this is just a number like it doesn't mean anything like this doesn't say who you are and I think that's a lot of younger girls nowadays with how lots of things are like portrayed in the media have that like for her to be only 10 and like asking if that was too much for her to weigh, which she's like, she's super tall. So she is like, she's really like lanky and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. to be worried about that number at 10, that, that was actually really kind of sad. So yeah, it sucks. I, I remember there when I was a kid and when I tell people, I don't know if I've ever talked on this podcast, but um, uh, in home ec class, like, uh, my she was a bully this way that i am actually glad that teachers in the whole school system out here in Manitoba is being flipped around because some of the things that teachers have been able to say to kids over the years to get away with is deplorable mm-hmm. so when i was a kid in home ec class i had the the home ec teacher she used to she used to tell me she would not let me eat when we cooked in the home ec class she would not let me eat so not only should she teach us high carb low protein Mm-hmm. kind of fatty foods like casseroles and stuff like that but she wouldn't let me eat because I, she thought I was fat she would verbalize this to me in front of the other classes and as, as cla- my classmates and she would also if she did let me I remember she would just like give me a, a snitch right and yeah. um, she would talk about well Stephanie like just assuming she knows me what I eat she'd be like oh Stephanie if you didn't eat like this at home and you know like this every day you'd be skinny like your classmates she put all the football players on the team they were bullying me, making fun of me in the class at the table. I was just trying to eat what I made. And she encouraged it. Not only did she encourage it, she was like, put them all on the scale and said, uh, I bet you weigh more than them. And the linebackers, I'm not even shitting you. And it was like, wow. I like my body dysmorphia was so bad when I was a kid because of things like that. And yeah, me to get to a place where I am now. Like the only thing that upsets me is when somebody makes a comment still, you're like, really? Like at what mm-hmm. point, right? At what point do people stop? I guess never, but you know, yeah. it's like, the thing is, it's like, I have found this, even my, my skinny friends, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Someone will always say something regardless of your age, gender, uh, gender expression, your career. And it's like you said, you said it perfectly. Remember, it doesn't summarize who you are. And and think the numbers. Oh, the bunny's back. Bunny's back. I'm a bunny friend. Maybe I should adopt and bring him. Back. I know he's a wild rabbit. It's probably a bad idea. But he looks like that bunny that's on that TV show. Like what's that rabbit show where he's like a blue little shirt? Peter Rabbit. Yeah, he looks like Peter Rabbit. Okay. He's so cute. His eyes are black though, so it kind of creeps me out. You ain't got no soul. Anyways, sorry. So I didn't do this interview, you guys. What is that freaking bunny beside me? Like, when does that ever happen in life? Just a caveman with my fire, and all of a sudden, buddy's like, "What's up, bro? How you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, so last kind of questions is like, what would you do differently now? You know, if you re-entered the sports, and what are some things that you have learned through your journey? Honestly, I don't know. <clears throat> excuse me, if I would do anything differently, like all everything that I have done has led to all the accomplishments and all of that stuff that I've like accomplished. So I don't think I would change anything. Um, <clears throat> maybe have more belief in myself. I think that's one thing I, I do kind of lack is I do question myself sometimes, but I think that's, that might be the only thing just to know that I, I am pretty cool and I'm pretty good. <laughs> You are pretty cool and good. Oh. I just want to hug you and stuff. But I, got <laughs> I wish I had that right now. It's time to that. You run away. You run away, buddy. I got a little loud. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, God. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> um, like, for the women who are listening in, who are, like I said, brand new to this, what is, like, the one piece of advice or positive uplifting thing that you could say to them? 
<clears throat> do it for had... yourself. Do it for yourself. I've had, um, I don't want to say too much just because in case they watch, but I've had a lot of negative stuff from close uh, family and stuff like that. Just because the whole, you know, it's not feminine guys like feminine mm. girl like stuff like that like yeah uh, but if i would have stopped if i would have listened to those peoples i wouldn't have national records i wouldn't have world yeah. record i wouldn't have have done all of that had i listened to them but i did it because i wanted to not because i was doing it for them or anything like that like i did it for me this was this was who i am this is what i wanted to do so regardless of what i said and like i said and now like they're big supporters of me so it just yeah. you just you just do you you do you right regardless of what people say you do you whatever makes Maybe, you yeah. happy because yeah, yeah had yeah. i listened to them I, I wouldn't have accomplished or done all any of that stuff that i've done so yeah and also by the way karen my husband want to tap that ass every time work out he'd be sending me like dirty messages i'll be like in my gym and he's like Hey, we're working out. I'm like, shut up, you pig. <laughs> Men. And he's yeah. like, what you wearing? I'm like, you know what I'm wearing. I came up to the bedroom where the kid's at and got my workout outfit. But, you know, it's always helped our relationship in that sense. Like, you know, yeah. he's come home from sports all sweaty and smelling yeah. like death. Check out uh, Alyssa's Anderson's inspired shirt on our store. <laughs> smelling like success. Yeah. Because um, that's what that means. You know, yes. sexy, savage, fresh, um, yes. and um, twerk. So both of us are now recommending it to you people. So do it up, my sex <laughs> up But yes, love yourself, man. Um, it's 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 really simple. It's like knowing that you have one life. It's yours. You can never mm -hmm. redo it. You can never restart it and go back and do it again. And what most people regret is what they didn't try. Yes, exactly. I regret some things I tried to make some mistakes, but I regret more of the things I didn't try. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. and this whole delusion of you're less feminine is really dumb because I just mm -hmm. had another baby so yeah whatever and my beef ball is a butterball because I was working out because <laughs> I didn't know I was pregnant <laughs> you just know like man man what did I put in my lasagna you know <laughs> what happened to my chili and my tummy hurt you know and I wasn't even like duh dumbass I didn't think and then, uh, and because most of my husband just got mad because when I had my birth control four years, so a lot of times I thought I was pregnant and I'd give him a panic attack and I'm like, just kidding, I'm not pregnant. I just have my period and I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> and so you'd have a heart attack. And so like when I found out I was pregnant, he's like, mm, okay. And he went back to this. I'm like, no, I'm serious. I'm pregnant. Look at the stick. Read it. <laughs> so anyways, um, it makes you very healthy and strong, period. Mm -hmm. My this baby is way healthier than my first son uh who i had when i was a skinny little vegan dancer so yeah facts, science okay um yeah. he's extremely healthy so take that and shove it mm -hmm. parents you know um well i'm yeah, sure it would help with the recovery and everything too right just being in better shape before yeah makes things a little bit easier well i wasn't i was in better shape it was just different shape right because i was yeah. working out like That's i was true. lifting weights light weights and i was doing i was biking everywhere i was running i was rollerblading i was swimming i was dancing like i definitely on the cardio side for sure mm -hmm. i would just say i have a much higher protein diet not necessarily mm -hmm. i would whenever a high sugar diet anyways but um and i just wasn't getting enough calories you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i'm just not healthy that skinny it's not yes you know no. So that's kind of where I'm at. Whatever, whatever makes you healthy and happy, right? That's what you should yeah. do. So, but yeah, thanks again for being on our show and sharing your story. And like I said, you guys, you can find her up on IG. She's also under our athletic directory on our website. And stay tuned for merch. We always launch. We're going to be launching more merch in a few days, which is really exciting. And most of this is inspired by our lead athletes, our guest speakers, uh, <laughs> like the lovely Tanya. So uh, watch out. I'll be posting something with that. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, let us know what you guys think of the podcast episode, comment, share. We care about what you and what you need. And we will be uh, interviewing the amazing April H next week, like our next show. And we'll be interviewing international guests from across the globe who are, you know, world record holders and everything from like Olympic weightlifting, Scottish heavy games, um, 
strong mat, everything. So yeah, there's so much to learn from these amazing women and they're always there for you, right? Talia, they message you on Instagram. You want to answer, you're like, hello, hey girl, hi. Yeah. Um, and with, so can you like, what, do you just offer one standard coaching program or is there like a couple different- uh, Everything is kind of uh, built around what the person wants, right? I have people who want uh, X amount of days a week or they want a little bit of both in the program. It's all built out whatever their goals are and stuff like that. So it's not a, a one specific program that everybody gets. It's all built on what the person's goals are. Yes. Well, that's perfect. It's built from the ground up unbreakable. So yeah, you want to train like a badass Tana, get in touch with her. Also check out our Spotify playlist. We have Train Panda Strong and then Train Panda Strong our cardio. So check us out for the hottest beats to twerk to. <laughs> twerk, work, 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 work <laughs> when you're at the gym. And uh, yeah, wear our, our apparel, you know. Oh, and do our uh, check out our monthly, uh, like I said, our, our dad's fitness challenges that were designed in partnership with the guest speakers because we give away merch from our store, which is pretty awesome, supplements, and cash money. Make nice. a rain, make a rain, make a rain. So all you <laughs> got to do, you guys, is a uh, true story. Um, I'm mailing out. I'm, 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 I'm a boss-ass bitch. Just, you know, anyways, <laughs> got to make it rain everywhere I go. But all you guys got to do is record yourself doing one of the challenges and upload it to Facebook or IG and tag us in it. Otherwise, we don't know you did it. Sorry. Um, and you could win every time you do a duet. Oh,